coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds it is B hyphen handsome Bane the WrestleCast Power Number 11, man, fellow Click members, Scott Hall. Nice. Scott Hall coming in here, man. Went yeah. higher than Nash. That's not surprising, though, because Ra- nah. his run as Razor is is pretty well, was really well, well received. It's that crazy that he never got the big belt. <laughs> I know, It's right? crazy that he never, never had got, any interest ever. in it, though, for real. Re- yeah, yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, they, uh, they asked uh, Kevin Nash, like, why – why do you think Scott Hall's never had a run with the big belt? And he um he said it all boiled down to not being a mark for himself. Like he was just mm. like, nigga, I don't care. Cut the check, nigga. I'll jump exactly. out of fucking cake. Like exactly, I just need to get this man. bread, nigga. Like I don't give a fuck about the belt, nigga. Like, That's how Hall always was, man. That's why yeah, he he's always Tom money. Was on top. Yeah. He was always about Sean being over, going over, and yeah, he was and, money over bullshit. And it was Hall. I mean Nash going over. So yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't worry about it. He put he Didn't put he Jericho over too. Um, that yeah. that's the one of the dopest things. Like, if you ever listened to like an interview of him, he was talking about um the advice that he was giving his son uh, about. He was like, you know, like I'm trying to work with guys and whatever, whatever. He was like, man, the best thing you can do for anybody is to sell. He's like, the best thing if you want guys, you know, you want you want to get over with guys, man. You 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 sell and make this shit look good, and um. You know, even if you job or whatever, he was like, man, just always make somebody else's shit look good and you will be valuable. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to take here and there and, you know, have a superb body like he did. But like, you also got to be like serviceable to be like, yeah, dog, like, yeah, whatever the fuck y'all want me to do, like, I'll do it. It was like a, I'm there. a very Bam Bam Bigelow philosophy when it came to wrestling yep. like yeah i don't give a shit like you know let me beat you up a little bit and then at the end you can do whatever fuck you want to do like i don't care like which is crazy in an era like the 90s that he would be so selfless like that. yeah either of them you know mm-hmm. um because yeah, even kind of at the height of the popularity of the nwo scott hall don't forget put over chris jericho like, right and i believe they were i believe they were in like manitoba right or they were some i feel like they were somewhere where it people would give a fuck if Chris Jericho won. Yeah. And um he wasn't, you know, he was I guess he was like the lion heart at that point in time, which you know he had a rep, you know, but yeah. Yeah, some rep, but it, he wasn't like a bona fide star yet. And he's like, kid, you know, how many times you've been home since whatever, whatever? He's like, Yeah, it's been a long ass time or like wrestling in front of a long ass time. He's supposed to beat the shit out of Chris Jericho and he put him over. Like the nigga he he like let him win. And it was like, dog, what the fuck? And he's like, we got to build stars, nigga. Like, this nigga's sweet. And we had his hometown. Like, right? why wouldn't I? It's like. And also, he had guaranteed money. So he wasn't trying to be wrestling exactly. all damn time. He got all day for that shit. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man, Scott Hall, totally not a mark for himself. And uh, that. Way to be. Is. Uh, 23 through 11. So we kind of making kinda, progress. We moved through that. We moved through that. Ro- rolling th- right on through, man. All right, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, number 10. Man, this is where the rubber meets the road. Uh, 
at our number 10, we have the three eyes. Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle. Wow. Yeah. He's Kurt super Angle. high. And deservedly so, I think. I think that's a really good rank, too. Like, 10 you know out of what? a You're bunch of niggas top 20s. Like, yeah. Um, he, he was 18 for me. Kurt yeah, Angle. Where did I have? I had him pretty high, actually. I, I probably could have went higher. Yeah, I had him pretty high. And he was that's, a late ad, too. He yeah. was a real late ad. Yeah. And, um, I mean, come on, dog. What do you need to say? Like, Kurt Angle could wrestle, dog. Like, yes, of course. It was fucking incredible. Um, I don't think Kurt anybody's... Angle was funny. Kurt Angle could be a heel. Kurt exactly. Everything in ring. Like, how he got... First of all, like, you know, the translation of, like, going from the uh, 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 well, you know, freestyle wrestling, fucking gold medal in the Olympics, Olympics? with a broken yeah. freaking neck. Um, you know, to be able to do that, and then you know, because some broken a lot of times, freaking neck. Yeah, a lot of people tried to translate those skills to pro wrestling, and it doesn't. Like nigga, you don't run no ropes in collegiate wrestling, <laughs> nigga. Like you don't no, do none man. of that shit. So. Um, the way he was able to like turn it on the way that he did mm-hmm. um, and and like get it like promo wise and um, he soaked up so much game so, so quickly he was so good like yeah not to mention I mean this ain't great of him but even in TNA man like with his pain pill problems man he was still going out man. there had no business being in the ring and he's a, like the opposite of Jeff Hardy yeah he's just, a, he's just a machine he's just Killing a machine it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a wrestling machine. Um, wrestling God, man. I do. I did. I think I really enjoyed the um, ECW run with the ah, mouthpiece, yeah. and he was just beating the brakes off everybody. It was like, God <laughs> damn. Like, yep. like, he got serious. He cut the shit, and he, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he just went there and just destroyed people, and it was like, dog, this looks legit. Like, this... It's, it was scary a little bit. That, a little uh, bit scary. Damn, the, like the word the scary, the word scary was right here. Mm-hmm. He took the words off my teeth, nigga. Like that nigga was fucking <laughs> scary, bro. Yeah, man. Kurt yeah. so Angle, deservedly so. Um, and shout Good out for to you, pe- Kurt. Shout out to people who told me that Kurt Angle is my my ringtone, or at least was when ringtones were a thing. Um, great entrance phone. great entrance Chris. i was like i don't know if you're trying to tell me i suck or if like you know you, you like best ever view me dun, dun, like kurt angle yeah dun, dun, that theme bro like dun, i remember the first time that was one of the things that final four or whatever when they unified the belts uh and chris jericho won right. that night but angle when angle came out i was in a bar i was like slightly i was like right underage to be in a bar where they was like yeah fuck it y'all can come in to watch wrestling and niggas were holding fucking big ass pints of beer swinging them to and fro saying angle angle it was like these niggas were like it was like (laughs) you gotta make it like a (laughs) like a fucking sea shanty uh it was one of the uh, most, this one of the most, this is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Um, like, all right, number nine. Uh, whichever one of his personas you want to put in there, uh, make sure you get Mrs. Foley's baby boy, 
in there. Mick Foley at number nine. I left Mick out of my top 20. He's, uh, he's wow, not that's surprising. He's not in mine either. I felt I felt like he would have been in Damn. yours. I know. I, I love Mick, man. I, I love I Mick. I like him a lot. But but I don't know how many he's a great wrestler, great promo. I just don't know how many honestly memorable moments he had in his career that weren't built on the shoulders of the rock or stone cold not being available to do something unfortunately so that that, that damn um well i don't know <laughs> the blackest the backest of hands of conflict right but <laughs> i would use that i would say in those in that regard it's kind of it's impressive for him to be able to pick up the ball and run with it the way he did yes because you know saying like that is such an awkward position when you know something was supposed to happen and then you're the plan b yep that ends up just working like the one moment of you know eric bishop and and the fact that everybody counted this guy out um the underdog story you know what i mean like and and the fact that wwe was able to capitalize on it by you know bringing up dude love materializing dude love like the way that they did that that was dope and <laughs> that was very cool you know like those that those are like those emergency situations where it's like you know everything is going fucking haywire backstage and it's like you with the mop you're singing and then they go out there and they knock it out of the park you know like yep. to me that kind of adds to his legacy um but for me also like i didn't care for the death match stuff yeah it's it's very can be very brutal and he did a, a ton of that stuff yeah and i i didn't i you know i got a little squeamish with some of his matches especially you know the rock giving him all the concussions, 19 all the concussions. Chair shots. yeah 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 that doesn't sit well with me and like i i remember watching that doc and just feeling like sick and sad um and i don't i don't want to watch a guy in like it's nothing that he, well, I guess he could have said, you know, don't smash me in the head with the chair so many times, Rock. But um, it's just like that kind of pushes a guy out of my top whatever when it's like you didn't self-advocate or you felt like you couldn't or something like that. If, it, if, if you're, part of your legacy bums Agreed. me out, if you're part of your legacy <laughs> bums me out, I don't want to like <laughs> fuck with it. No, that's, that's a good rule. I wish I had thought of that. Maybe I wouldn't have had Hogan and Jericho. Yeah, like a part of you, if, if, yeah, because like that's my memories of him. And like, um, apparently, like he's fucking great to meet. You know, he's, um, you know, heart of pure gold and, and he checks honest, on younger man. wrestlers. <laughs> he's like mad honest and he doesn't yep. say shit that Vince likes. So um, for me, I think, well, everything that you're saying. I, I took into account and I, he was number 11 on my list. Okay. And even the, you know, the, the hellish beatings he would take, like the thumbtacks, the obviously, you know, hell in the cell, Fucking, yeah. um, you know, that looking back on it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I've even, I vividly remember like the chair shot thing, like watching that live and mm -hmm. really being like, uh, <laughs> yeah we, yeah we didn't yeah, yeah and then showing multiple replays of it like you're gonna be sitting there eating your slice yeah. of pizza and you like put your hand down like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, though, I think the... I, I have a kind of a hard time. It sounds really strange. I have kind of a hard time for sort of blaming that on him. I feel yeah. like, I feel like for the, I feel like in the moment, I think he genuinely thought it was the best thing to do pr- to propel wrestling. Right, yeah. And, but, but at the same time, unfortunately, like, fans like really ate that shit up yeah and yeah they did it's like a kind of a 2020 thing is all a 2020 vision is always you know perfect yeah. hindsight but in the moment we were all some fuckheads so yeah, yeah. um yeah but man. We're like, I, oh yeah but i was always i yeah. always fuck with mick foley the long way so i do too um well, maybe not the long way, because obviously I didn't put him in my top twenty. But <laughs> not the twenty I'll fuck way. With it. Yeah, not Always the twenty had a way. You know what I'm saying? From Mick, though, for sure. But, um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and like I said, he was he was nice to Crystal, so that's always cool. That is very um, cool. Yeah, and and I've always heard like great shit about him. So I always that, heard great things about him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Ooh. calling calling young wrestlers and giving them pointers instead of just fucking and being their biggest him. fans man yeah like, early nxt he was always pushing us pushing nxt so hard and blowing people to the to the moon you know what he feels like now i'm thinking about it and i have like a second to think about it he feels like wrestling's robin williams yes there you go yes oh my there god so there it is yeah, yeah. that's great yeah fuck that's great i just made myself sad but um, oh, yeah, yeah, Mick Foley is been a is rough pod. <laughs> pro wrestling's Robin Williams. Well, you know what? You know what the folks in New Orleans do? They celebrate the life, and this is what we're doing. We're celebrating the life. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, man, it makes me feel better. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. All That's right. Mark here. Speaking of celebrating a life, fuck. Oh snap! Eddie Guerrero. Oh. <laughs> Poor no, no, oh, no, yeah. Well, obviously, recipe to the god, but Rest he deserves peace. this. This is a great spot for him. No, I, I no, I agree. No, I, I agree. think he was. I think he was uh, talking about my segue. Yeah, because I mean, we were talking he, about death, and then we went to more death he, with yeah. Eddie. But, yes, but he said we're celebrating the life. Celebrating so the we life, are now man. Celebrating the life and the career. I just said for Eddie because I miss Eddie every single. That day. nigga was sweet as fuck, dog. He like was. that nigga was like not a hype up. Like he, he was. You know, how, like a nigga die and they be like, dog, this nigga dick was solid gold. Nigga, like, all right, bro. Like, but like <laughs> that nigga Eddie was sweet as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we didn't have to cook up no stories about him being dope. Like, nah, that nigga was sweet and um. Nah, he you know, had a like, heart of gold, uh, and you know he looked out for everybody. Everybody loved Eddie, man. Yeah, like Brock, like even Brock Lesnar will still do the three amigos in the ring in honor of Eddie, man. <laughs> Fucking like, fifteen amigos. Well, yeah, but like, you know, the, three, the three amigos when you don't let go for three, you know. Like, bro, why are you suplexing niggas like this all day? I, I think that was another moment where I got like physically sick with the the suplexes on john cena i'm like bro come on (laughs) and then you're like let's make a sketch about this (laughs) yeah then we made a sketch about it it was kind of funny um uh eddie was he was only getting better yeah when when he passed man like uh surprising wwe champion um 
because no one expected him to beat Lesnar, and then that man carried it. And then him and uh, Benoit had that moment at the end of uh, WrestleMania 20. Him and Redacted, so, sir. Redacted, goddamn. I almost did that. I almost almost said him the man redacted. who can't be mentioned. Yeah, had the moment holding the belts up. And well, stuff like hang that. on, because I kind of oh, – I hate to keep taking us to news – but um, I thought I recently saw something via like, you know, how you'd be trying to Google something and then Google be like, hey, nigga, before you do that, look at this yep. shit. Be distracted by my shit over here, nigga, these news yep. stories. Yep. So one of them was like Chris Benoit reinstated. And I was like, I ain't got time for that shit. Google, get the fuck out of my face. And so I like looked up what I was looking up, but I didn't, I don't know. I feel like I vaguely heard something about him being like able to be mentioned again, but oh I don't know. God. I don't know. I don't want to do it. I'm I'm going to check real quick. Yeah, y'all can look that up, but I feel uh, it was like recent. Anyway, but yeah, Eddie. uh, Well, yeah, let's bring it back on the positive side. Where did you guys have Eddie in your list? Um, where is Eddie in mine? Eddie Eddie was 17 for me. Eddie was Eddie was 16 for me. Okay. Mm, And um, he could have been higher, man. If I wasn't such a mark for so many of these, 13, 13. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah, man. Um, Eddie was ill. Nothing that he couldn't do. And Um, you know the the lie cheat steal the uh, the um, the setting guys that set the okie doke with the you know throwing (laughs) the belt and throwing the chair. Yeah, man, that shit was great. Um, The first time we saw it, it, everybody's been trying to do it ever since. Yeah, yeah. No one's done it like Eddie, man. Eddie Such can, a dirty trick that's just hilarious. Yep, and then coming out in the cars to the ring, man. Right, nigga, like oh, poke yeah. his head, nigga, poke his head up and like wink or something. But like you, fucking rascally wabbit ass, nigga. Like, I was about to say, he acts like Bugs Bunny, <laughs> fucking varmint like ass. <laughs> yep, you fucking rascal. McDaffy say Duxy. Oh, Absolutely. you. Right. Yo, he uh, had the whole school turned up with the Latino heat shit, yo. That, that shit was live. Latino heat. That nigga put China over. I was getting racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the shit was like, niggas was like, damn, is China really bad, though? Like, maybe, maybe I was smashed. <laughs> China, China <laughs> was bad. Is China man. bad? I just told somebody the other day. It's okay. The moment I saw the makeup going on Playboy, I was like, oh, oh, I, I see. Yeah. All right, man. Look, I'm a, I'm a level with y'all, man. I'm gonna ask y'all a question, though. I don't want to be judged. All right. Okay. All right. I'm not saying that I've done it, but <laughs> he's gonna freeze. You know he's gonna freeze. He's gonna freeze. We're I think I know where we're going. He's over here giggling. He's hey, giggling. man. All right. Is it? Go ahead. What was the question? Is it fucked up to yank to videos of women who? have since passed on <laughs> well it's it, art. that they that they willingly made they, that they were paid for that they you know it was it was like here is sign i signed this and put it put it on the thing all right well okay so do we do we like you know just not look at you know the godfather anymore do we not look at casablanca anymore <laughs> You know, just you know, I mean, do we do we not listen to Biggie Small? Wait, wait, anymore? no, no, you ain't gonna do that because do we we, we don't no we don't talk anymore. We don't smack it to any of that shit, bro. Like I'm saying, 
is it okay? Like, <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm saying, um, is it the is only it, one I avoid is August Ames. I can't, I can't go there with her, but that's it. That's the only one that I feel like. Look, I man, I'm talking about China. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about yanking it to dead people, man. But I'm China, talking China, man. man. You know, she made those movies for a reason, brother. You know, uh, and uh... <laughs> I, I will have no problem, no problem doing that. I'm just saying, man. You're, I don't know. You it's... are not alone. Well, I'm, well, hang on, because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I do it's... have a problem with it. Slightly, Again, I'm the slightly, problematic one. Slightly though, slightly. Like I. I don't like. I don't know, man. I'd be like thinking about they soul, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're watching you. Like, look at this I've motherfucker. I'm dead. Sitting here watching me as She Hulk get railed by fucking Mickey Blue. <laughs> like, oh, man. bro, what the fuck? Like, oh, anyway. Mm. Damn, mm. Man, hey, man. Hey, look, they keep they they me. get they blessed us, and they keep blessing right. us. So, it, hey, you know what? When you're in the moment, that will tell you if it's the right thing to do or not, man. Hey, what if it's what if it's the only thing that works? <laughs> hey, if it's then you know the answer, that man. So sad. Oh, that shit's the only thing that works. Oh, like, I know the answer. Yeah. I got to use my grief on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Holy fuck! All right, dog. Literally, holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this nigga, dog. Shall uh, hover. <sighs> Number seven is Sting. Uh, <laughs> what a segue! Um, Sting was number six for me, so that Sting, that feels right. Sting is pretty high on my list as well. Um, I always thought Surfer Sting was kind of boring. I'm not. Hey man, fine. don't do that shit, dog. Well, okay, I'll what you mean? Have, I'll don't have it. don't do that shit, bro. Because what you mean, dog? That nigga Surfer Sting is the one true Sting. Let's dog. do count. And, <laughs> let's do point and counterpoint. That nigga point, is the one true sting, bro. Marcus. Like the one true sting. Marcus, why? There can be only one. There's why only do one, dog. Surfer sting boring, Marcus. Well, uh, well, okay. Let me actually. I think boring is too strong, but oh no, I'll, you live with that. Well, no. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, let him get to. I was going to say it wasn't. He was. He was actually boring. His. He was I I remember watching his matches early on in WCW and I was technically like, yeah, he can wrestle or whatever. But I when I was in WCW, I was always more infatuated with the cruiserweights and always, you know, with the NWO full horsemen, you know. And it was like I appreciated Sting, but it was like uh I, I like more people than Sting. So that that's mostly what it was, man. Uh, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that nigga Sting was the coldest nigga. Um, dog, no, I mean, again, it's 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 putting him in the same company as like, putting him in the same company as uh Hiroshi Tanahashi. 
um, Ricky Steamboat. Again, like even I guess when he was supposed to kind of be heel with NWO, um, which I guess I don't know, even when he's supposed to be anti-hero or whatever, um, you know, he he was heelish but still a baby face. And um, the first thing um, was like that super, you know, straight laced, whatever, whatever, um, who had some damn sense like warrior i mean he and warrior are like essentially supposed to be like cut from the same cloth but like warrior comes out and garbles fucking through a promo and sting gives you a conscious thought and also like taught vader yeah he kind of taught vader how to like like calm the fuck down a little bit which is like huge (laughs) because he's just going there and just beat the brakes off of people. And that's the way they taught him to do it in Japan. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as surface thing, as that baby face being like, all right, no, nah, nigga. Okay. Back up a little bit. Like, you know, so, um, that's, and then the, you know, the nigga tag teamed with RoboCop one time. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Fuck all Dang. that. RoboCop. WCW. I can't believe they uh-huh. did that shit, bro. This oh. is Sting. Yeah, man. Jeez, Sting is in there. Um, at Sting number six. Number six, we have wow, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dude, that's crazy. low. Yeah, that's surprising. That's crazy to me. Stone Cold was twelve for me. Do 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 do. Um, I mean, where was he ranked for you, Marcus? He was he was my number three. Oh, okay, okay. Had him at had him at ten. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think just as a gimmick, like there you go. Um, I I don't know. I think to me, like he was just like a nigga who was doing shit. You know what I mean? Like he was just a nigga who was doing shit. He wasn't like necessarily like, you know, you didn't really, ha- there was no like real handle on what his character was supposed to be or like what he believed in. And I guess like that's why it worked because it was just like, fuck everything. You can, uh, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's like, yeah, that, like screams to all like older white men that like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's so cold, badass. And like that kind of. Um, explains why they want every character to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. want John Cena to be going down, burning down people's houses and shit. And like they didn't want yeah. Roman to be a phase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want they want know, Stone Cold. They won't. They want Roman to have like a high top fade or some dumb shit. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. still, I don't know, bro. But um, Can you see Roman with a high top fade said acknowledge fade. Right, looking dumb as hell. Looking yeah. like Omar Good. Vince would have done that shit a long time ago. Well, Vince likes long, fucking damp ass hair, so whatever. Facts. Um, but Stone Cold was just a nigga who was doing shit. Like, dog, this nigga would just pull up in a Zamboni. Like, what up, bitch? And like, go and scrap. Like, how does this was... nigga getting a, a hold of all these vehicles, nigga? Like, he was chaos. He was pure chaos. This nigga Quentin just got his hands on a cement mixer, like. You know what I'm saying? Like just how like cheesily they set that uh how cheesily they set that event up. It was just like put Stone Cold here 
it, it was like they was just rolling dice or like throwing darts like chuck stone cold chuck uh cement mixer chuck uh fucking mustang or corvette and it was yeah. like well all right that's the bit guys go ahead and do it have stone cold drive in on something and fuck stone something cold up blows that's up the it dx bus yeah yeah he could drive anything man he had all the licenses this nigga had all the licenses dog <laughs> <laughs> this nigga had Look. a beer truck, a Zamboni, a fucking cement mixer, a crane. Like, what's this yeah. nigga doing? Look, the attitude era Stone Cold was unhinged. It was phenomenal. He was it the was, Joker. It was it, it was entertainment. It was pure entertainment, man. My man oh, yeah, had no, like seven that. moves, man. But he he was he sold the. Which is crazy man. because the nigga could wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, fuck he, he all always that. Could wrestle. Fuck all that. They just want me to come out here, curse, drink some beer, punch guys, man, kick guys in the dicks, and do the Stone Cold Stunner, man. Luthez press, here. I'll do it. I do the Luthez press, man. Shake my head. Throw some fucking. <laughs> throw some fucking middle fingers up. <laughs> no one, no one can see the the Stone Cold head shake you guys can see. <laughs> I think he's come. That's probably okay. going to be in. That'll probably be in the short Ooh. next week. That'll probably be in the short. Holy fuck. What? I hated that what shit, bro. I it hated that what accident. shit. With, it was I, a complete I, accident, man. I hated that shit so what? much, dog. And I hated, I hated when he did it. And then I hated like how niggas just could not let that shit go for years, bro. Like, they still have it. They still yeah, have it's not. so corny. I don't and know. I think especially it's... during women's segments, man. It was always like a girl come out and talk. And they're like, what? What? Yeah. What? Like, man, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk, squeeze man. my dick while I say it so that she knows I don't respect her. Like, come on, dog. Y'all niggas gotta be better people, dog. Cut the shit. Fucking hate y'all niggas, man. Cut the like, shit, indeed. Our next segment called "Cut the Shit." Um, no. Um, <laughs> but I like Stone Cold a lot, man. Like, I, I really did. I, I remember the first time, like, I saw him as Stone Cold. He um had just dropped the ringmaster gimmick. It was just Stone Cold, but he uh it was at Joe Louis Arena against Savio Vega, strap match. He wins or whatever. Um, it's just like a wild statement, like strap match, nigga. He did like the strap. Nigga, that shit sound <laughs> wild either way you slice it, bro. Like, well, I mean that, that's like putting the championship belt on the pole. Niggas I mean, get this strap <laughs> on a pole match. Right, yeah. but it, like a strap match is ridiculous no, anyway. Y'all niggas yeah. is gonna be tied to each other <laughs> via a leather strap. That's you can use shit. the leather strap as a weapon. Slap each other over your black backs and then <laughs> crack the goddamn whip. One of these days I'll break my chair falling back laughing. Do it! On the black hand side. <laughs> On the black hand side. You know it. Give me some so skin. <laughs> Come on, do it. Come on, goddammit. Um Vinnie Mac likes it. Right, like, you know, it's like uh, come on, dog. <laughs> His hands in there shaking because he's so old and withered. Body ravaged by steroid use. And by, <laughs> by taking up bumps off of extremely high for no reason, he's like, Oh, we need a match for WrestleMania 26. Oh, I'd love to go up that ladder and jump, right? Let me yeah. do it. Come on, Shane, hit, hit daddy in the face. 
Dad. Dad, stop. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right I wanted to get out. Shane's like, um, all Dad. you want to do is get beat up every year. And Dad, you have like to stop this. this. Or family. All right. Uh, we can do a whole right. bit about Vince's intervention. Well, here come, well, here come this nigga. Oh God! That people seem to like. Oh, reason. it's Sean. It's Sean. Damn, man, Damn, why you hating? Dog, y'all know this nigga is big trash, dog. Like in real life, on a ring. Nah, I'm Bro. talking about. At, well, he lets How real life fuck up. Can the you ring. hate Sean from 2002 until 20? Sean Michaels is number Sean? five. And Sean Michaels. How can is, you I, I just Sean like to totally announce 2002 it. to the Too low. It is, too, it is too low. Sean's number two for me. He's number one for me. Woof. Good for you, Mark. Good for you, Marcus. Well, I guess you niggas like to not have reliable people fucking holding your championship title. <laughs> fucking Jiffy, Jiffy Lube ass wrestlers. Nigga can't <laughs> stop talking shit long enough before he get his ass stumped in by eight guys. Uh hey, talk man. about I lost my smile, dog. I don't want to do this shit, dog. I was like, all right, man, get out of here then, bro. And I mean, I, I'm half joking because obviously it's all about mental health, but, you know, <laughs> it's also like you were just being shitty because you didn't want to lose the belt to Brett. He like, was. You're being a dickhead. And 90 so Sean was not a good person. Fucking asshole. And um, asshole. he could go, but it was like, I don't know, man. Like In 2002, the 2010 Sean is perfection. Yeah, yeah. I want to, you know, I, I want to. That's when I fell in love with Sean. Again, like I'm, I'm fucking joking. It's a bit. Um, I, again, he wasn't like, he wasn't my favorite growing up. Like I thought he was, I thought he was sweet, like no doubt. Like I thought he was, I thought he could go, but um, that's what I thought. It was like, but then like I don't know. For me, like I, I was a kid and I knew he was a piece of shit. Like I knew like in real life. <laughs> I was a child and I knew like this nigga sucks bro like right. just like as a guy and so like that always kind of tainted my image of him um hold on that's so another reason why on. you're a good person so let's back it up so explain for the marks or for the non-marks like me i don't know shit about sean's personal life so why is oh, he a dickhead no. um i mean let's list them yeah well for let's, one let's do it for one, just like professionally, he was like really hard to work with and would like make shit difficult for other wrestlers on purpose. So for guys who were like really trying to work with him, like like Brett, um, like how Vader came over from WCW and was like a really big deal and then just essentially had his whole thing shut down because Sean didn't want to work with him and was like talking shit about him. It was like yelling at him and shit. Like Leon White is a monster in the ring, but he's a fucking teddy bear in real he's life. A big so old teddy bear. when you're sitting there screaming at fucking Frankie the Enforcer's dad, you're you're an asshole. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and and you know it was like people was trying to shoot Sean some bail, saying like Vader was taking liberties or whatever. But I'm like, I don't think so, dog. And he probably did them with you because you were being a dick. Like, yep. Um. But anyway, he didn't want to do he didn't want to do business with anybody but niggas from the clique, which is like, okay, sir, but that's just four niggas. Right. And um, you know, he had accused Bret Hart of having some sunny days, talking like he was um seeing he was know, having an affair while he was having, with Sonny. Having an affair with Sonny. 
um, he was having affairs, all right, but he was not having an affair with Sonny. You know who was having an affair with Sonny? Shawn Michaels. Shawn fucking Michaels. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Malachi. And this is Alejandra. And you're sitting on the couch and your life is passing you by because you're not watching Insert Name Here. Catch us Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you missed us, you can catch us on Friday on Spotify and Amazon. Yeah, obvious nonsense, gang, gang. Hyphen Podcast Squad, you never take us down. I mean, like, on some old quality time type shit, like going on vacation with her and shit, like using Vince McMahon's... Using Vince McMahon's vacation home on some shit, like... So, I mean, yeah, I don't mean to poo-poo everybody. I don't mean to yuck everybody's yum, but for me, just like, I mean, no, I'm here yeah, to talk about the bad side of Sean too, though. But we'll um, and yeah, I I really do hope that he um, I really do hope that he's a different person from what he was because I don't I wouldn't see how that nigga could sleep. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> well, I don't know how you get sleep as that type of nigga. Like, he not couldn't. just because your conscience is getting the best of you, but like you got to keep one eye open for all the people that want to fuck you up. Right. He literally could not. That's why he was so drugged out because he could not sleep. Like it was an honest problem for him because not only mentally, but for all the stuff, all the stuff he was doing that was causing him problems that could potentially come back a, and get him. And he had like a weird lipstick fetish that Sonny was all too happy whoa, to whoa, disclose. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. This this is this is uh go ahead, Eric. <laughs> go ahead. Oh well one we don't, we all don't right, look, I'm not I, well no, but all right. Well maybe. Um <laughs> Jesus so Christ. all right I'm not gonna get graphic because this isn't like a sex podcast or anything but Are um you sure? <laughs> Yeah, I you mean, talking about masturbating to well, that's I'm, I'm, I'm that's more about morality than fucking getting turned on. Yeah, no, it's more about morality than sexuality. But anyway, like I said, no graphic whatevers. But um, you know, what I'm saying they were being intimate and facing the same way, and uh, into the uh, the the mirror, the bathroom mirror, and Sean was like now apply lipstick and keep applying it and keep applying it and smear it and like yeah so it's a thing but it was like whatever dog like i mean maybe that shit fired i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) maybe that shit fired man likes different shades of lipstick man well paid you know uh Whittling down our list here. Mm. Number four. Sean should have been higher. Nah, he good. He's good because, well, yeah. I don't know. It's, yes. I'm I'm gonna be accused of some things, but whatever, man. Fuck y'all. Uh Macho Man Randall Savage. We're all we these are all uh Hall of Famers that we're, you know, that we have posted so far. But um Okay. Yeah, we're into all Hall of Fame. Like Golden Wing patron, whatever. Patron um, Saints. Macho Man Randy Savage, man. Um, what can you say that we don't say all the time? Um, Should have I mean, been number one. Guessing he was your number one. He's my number one. Yeah, I had him pretty high. Um, I remember 
think I did anyway. Yeah, there he is. Um, he's one of my earliest memories of wrestling, just like watching him cut a promo and like, you know, doing the thing where he's all quiet one second and then fucking screaming his manic depressive mm-hmm. ass promos. <laughs> um, <but laughs> I remember just like, but just being fucking just like bewildered and <laughs> and just like so fucking taken with like what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, that mm-hmm. was just the promo. So I was like, okay, this nigga set my imagination on fire. Let's see where he goes. But um. You know, talk thinking back about the Ricky Steamboat match from WrestleMania three, obviously. Um oh my uh my my amen story where I was fucking livid. <laughs> livid that I missed man. Arsenio Hall for Macho and Man. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, this shit fucks with this show, but I'm just come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, uh, fucking no. come on, Sherman Hemsley, dog, get out the way, <laughs> Spider Man, my nigga, Bone Saw McGraw, Bone Saw, yeah, <laughs> yeah Bone Saw, absolutely, man. That nigga just knew he was about to whoop Peter Parker ass, yeah, man. He was ready, he was, he was built to do it, man. Bone Saw is ready. Had a diss um, track about your boy, the hey, whole rap album. Hey man, fuck that song, brother. Be a man, be a man, nigga. Be alive. What do you know about that, nigga? Ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Welcome, Randy, man, to the list that I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Number one. Hulk Hogan, brother. Number one on the list, man. You know what I'm saying? They introduced me first. I hate your guts. (laughs) Wait, hang on. Somebody said that to me before. I hate you. I hate your guts. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Now who here and who ain't? You know what I'm saying? God damn. God who damn it. Who shot you, nigga? <laughs> All right, Hogan. Okay. All right, Hulk. Come on, bro. Get out Grace. of here. Christ Almighty. Uh, here we go. Um, and kind of, I'm surprised, but not uh, at the flip-flop here because I kind of thought that these two would exchange positions on, this, um, on the list here. But then again, this nigga's the biggest star in the world uh, right now. So The Rock is coming in at number three. Wow, that's Ooh. high. That's Rock. high. Rocky. The Rock he, he, was, he was my number seven for me. Thirteen yeah, for me. I had him somewhere in in between there. I think he's like, mm. he's like eight. It's like eight somewhere. Like the that. thing is with the Rock, yeah, people remember him more nostalgically than they should. 
I think. Not to take anything away from his in-ring ability or his promos or his championship runs or any of that. But people just look back so fondly on him, man, because he's he's the rock, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what would happen with Hogan before he we found out he was racist. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah one move, but Hogan was great, you know? Um I, I kind of feel like the same thing has happened with The Rock because I, I think he's way too high here. And I love him, but I, I think he's a yeah. little high. It's just raw, animalistic stardom, though. Like, just yeah. raw, just sheer star power now because, like I was saying before, like, it's it's so crazy for me to, like, think about The Rock and then think about Dwayne The Rock Johnson because they're essentially two different people. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you know, for somebody who was raised a carny the way he was, like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like this nigga is in it. He's like an industry plant, bro. Like if there was ever <laughs> somebody to be accused of being a wrestling industry plant, it would be The Rock, bro. This nigga had like all the tools, got the push. Um, and you know what I'm saying? People have had that before, and flopped it you know what i'm saying but like this nigga successfully used pro wrestling as such a launching pad to be an international star Mm -hmm. like everybody knows who this nigga is bro like he did that off the back of pro wrestling like like nobody's ever done it not not your boy not stone cold who definitely tried he did definitely tried to do it um and it was just like, nah, he's like Stone Cold. But it was just like, <laughs> oh no, he's he's Stone Cold. He's Stone Cold. Hey, hey, come on, man. We don't care. We don't want to see you in a knife fight with fucking Randy Couture. <laughs> yes, we did. Fucking wrestle, nigga. At least Rassle, once. Nigga. Fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, Stone Cold. Uh, oh, sorry, The Rock at number three. Mm. Um, wow that's crazy all right here we go for number two and man i don't want to hear shit dog we get to number one Um, (laughs) i think i I know number one i don't want to hear shit number two is number two is the undertaker oh wow i thought it was gonna be number one number two is the undertaker got a lot of number one votes um, Damn, he was a lot of people. Six. Yeah, a lot of people had him at number one. Um, most people had him in the top five. Um, he was in my number three. That I had to keep. I had yeah. to keep asking people I mean, for their data because it was he was largely tied like throughout the whole time with number one. Um, while I was trying to you know rank this mm-hmm. out, and I was just like essentially like harping on people to get these in because it was just gridlocked and then the last like literally the last four people started like you know made some separation the rankings yes so um i mean kellen you got hogan in so yeah i mean listen bro like i didn't get in cm punk even though i changed my list it didn't matter yeah it wasn't i mean i don't know I, i also don't think like i think if i had collected that data today I would have seen a lot more CM Punk's, but again, like because so much of this like overlaps with All Out, and people had gotten theirs in before that. 
before I feel that like, event happened. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he would have more people would have been reminded of you know what he had and what he did. But anyway, the Undertaker. I mean, what can we say about Taker, bro? Like, I had accused him of blood doping for a while. I mean, because it was like because <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't go. I mean, he was good for so yeah. long. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, bro. he was literally good until the Brock Lesnar match, to be honest. That uh, kind of right. that was like the last time he went out there and he ain't come back the same after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Brock match and then the godforsaken Goldberg match where he almost, Woof. you know. Oh, gosh. Woof. Talk about a big wolf. The but Roman like match, he... too. The Roman match is really bad. But I feel like even if you take just his 90s run, like, even if you ignore, like, like I said, like, anything before January 1990 and, and anything after December 99, like, that in itself is probably a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely, because yeah. he had the biggest impact in the 90s. And then I, I really feel like, again, another part, another thing got me back into wrestling was watching him win the, win the Royal Rumble in 2007 and beating Sean as they were the final two and mm. remembering how good Taker was and the fact that Taker was still this good 17 years later. It just blew my mind. Uh, but his his run from 90 to 99 is stuff of legends, man. For yeah. sure. Um, and with them not even realizing that the streak was a thing and then, you know. Yeah. Being smart about it, yeah. Even at the being like, oh shit, wait a minute, he hadn't—he's never lost at WrestleMania. Like, oh, then we got to run with that. Dang, yeah. Um, you imagine there being no streak because they had him right on some bullshit. Right, it just was just like, or just like not even thinking about it and just being like, oh wait a minute, Snickers, um, uh, we gotta fuck it up. (laughs) We gotta end that right now. Somebody brought it up. One of these marks. Um, but yeah, Taker. Sorry, I, Taker. Yeah, and you know he had a kind of a long career before becoming the Undertaker in '90, and mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. where they had tried everything, kinda, and um, you know for the Undertaker gimmick to to hit be the thing that took off. That's yeah. crazy because you can't even like it's like a like character wise, it's like there should always be an Undertaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we're talking, it's like yeah, like there should always be a death, and so it's like there should always be an Undertaker. But then it's like a thirty-year run is so fucking rare. Like you can't even continue that. Like thinking that you'll have somebody who can pull that off for the next, you know, even ten years. Right. You know what I mean, like yeah. it's so so many things have to go right in order for you to have the career of Undertaker. When he yeah, threw man. he threw that fist up after he beat AJ at uh, Mania last yeah. year, man. I still I still got the chills, man. I was like, hell yeah, take All me. right, now now hang on, I don't want y'all to. It's me, Taker. Uh, hey, Taker. Hey, how's it going? Uh, How are hang you? On. I'm good, man. I'm good. I just want to make sure that folks know. Excuse me. That um, when I threw up that fist at WrestleMania. I there guess was AJ. No, it was it, Black Lives Matter. It was one hundred percent not Black Power. I just want y'all to know that. 
I support the police. Uh, <laughs> Blue Lives Matter. So so um, does AJ. Mm-hmm. So oh hell yeah, yeah sure. yeah man. We had all kinds of cops on the side that site man. Uh, where's where's tailgating, barbecuing, uh, you know, barbecuing during COVID. Well, now come on now, like y'all be fair because we, I didn't say that Black Lives don't matter. I'm just saying Blue Lives matter more. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, I don't agree with that, Taker. And that's fine. You're you're a black. I get it. Um, I'm look, man. I'm really good friends with Mark Henry. Uh, he's one of my best friends. the only friends. one? No, no, man. Not absolutely not. Uh, What's another black friend you have, Mark? Oh, anybody in that wrestling room, man, that locker room, man. Uh, all the. So, how happy are you for Big E? How close are you guys? Very, man. I'm very happy. He, he's one of the good ones, you know. Um, and you just gotta one the you, ones you, who won't go through your bag um, when you're out of the room. I'm very proud of a Big E. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, uh, sure you don't. Well, um, you know, he's one of the good ones, man. He, Kofi, uh, Woods, all those guys, they're, they're really good guys, man. And, uh, you know, somebody, they, they pull themselves up by the bootstraps and they're the example like that it can be done. No matter what ghetto you come from, you can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can reach for the stars and, 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 and be the very best in this industry. They say this, this industry is racist. I don't agree, uh, mm. but hey, that's not my experience. So I don't know. All I do know that you, is you you're know, white, Mark. Just in case you weren't sure, I I know that. Um, then why would you not? And I'm I'm hey, real. How happy. do you know they're all from the ghetto? How do you know that? Say what now? And how do you know they're all from the ghetto? Right. Well, I mean, I'm not from the ghetto. Come on, man. You gotta be shitting me. I'm not from the ghetto, <laughs> but I mean, lived in the country most of my life there, bro. Yeah. I mean, the country ghetto, right? No, it was a very nice the house. Ghetto. You, what's that? It's not where Snoop is from. Where are those boys? Uh, dang it. Uh, field mob. You sound field. like not field mob. No, that's one of them guys. The sick of being lonely guys. That's Atlanta. They made the song. Y'all ain't yes. all from Atlanta. No. Oh Jesus we're, Christ, we're man! Don't tell no, me you live where I live. No, I I'm, I do not live in Texas. Well, well, good. Uh, I would never go to Texas. Mark Rob lives in Texas, though. Mark Rob might have something to say about Texas. But I'm certain I don't live anywhere near where you live. Texas. Well, what what part of Texas? San Antonio. Oh, yeah, that's the fucking ghetto. It's the ghetto, man. Keep it over there, brother. Uh, so is Mark Henry's uh, ringtone I wonder if heaven got a ghetto when he calls? No. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, oh, no. It's, uh, it's the Space Jam. That's what it is. When he calls me Space Jam comes on, and uh, I'm dead. Well, no, because I can't have. Uh, I like the Quad City DJs for one, love them. Uh, again, another example: some folks who just pulled themselves out of the ghetto by their bootstraps. So, are they some of the good oh, ones too? You know, there's there's some of the good ones. Them, uh, the '69 boys. Even though I don't know about that name, '95 South. I love it. <laughs> I- uh, 
would think that Michelle McCool would know nothing well, about you know, 69 well, and being married to you. So come on, man. That's weird, man. That's my that's my old lady, man. Now you're making it weird. Uh but you know, because I used to go to Freak Nick. And uh I used to go to Freak Nick, man, uh, 95 South. Whoop, there it is. Was a whole world better than uh tag teams whoop. There it is. And that's no that's no slide, that's no slide on DC. That's no slide on DC. Uh again, another great ghetto. Uh but at the end of the day, man, ain't nothing like, you know, just going up, man. Rolling up Crenshaw, man. Rolling you know, up Crenshaw. And you're just bumping some Domino, man. Love it. Ghetto Jam. Love it. It's my favorite song, man, from that era. That may be the only Ghetto Jam reference in any hyphen podcast ever. It, it, it very I like well it, man. Be. Yeah, man. Do the Diddy by Paperboy. Man, he used, to get, he used to get it in back in them times, man. Them good days, man. Wow. So what y'all talking about? Get the fuck out of here, take. Yeah, you, you got to go. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm out of here, man. Y'all niggas take it easy. Bye. Oh, my God. Eric, every time you step out the room, some racist white man comes in there. What? Who was in here now, dog? Fucking Blue Lives Take was in here, bro. What? Blue Lives Take. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's my nigga, great. That's Blue it. Lives. What are you saying? Oh, shit. I didn't even know that nigga was here. Hell but, no. Yeah. It smell like, smell like gunpowder and Dunkin' Donuts gift cards in here. Oh my god. The faint odor of a Dodge Ram. <laughs> Damn, nigga, smell like don't tread on me shirts in here, dog. <laughs> smell like Jack Swagger a few years ago. Man. <laughs> a few years ago. We the people. A few minutes ago, he took his shirt um, off. <laughs> there's, no There's no lie. All right. Well, here we go. Thank oh, you, Undertaker. Before, before you do, oh yeah, go ahead. Before you do number, before you do number one, throw out some notables that did not make the top ah, twenty. Okay, well, let's do that then. Um, so uh, using that noggin. Let's see here, right? Uh, I'm just kind of floored right now. By well, the I'm looking at mine thing. here. Uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. Mm, was I was high on my list. Almost. He was. Him. He was going to make the top twenty, but he got he knocked fell out. out. He, he was in out. the first draft, though. He was in he the was first draft. Well, I mean, I'll just... Well, why don't we just go around and tell who didn't make it from our list? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark shout, shout, out to, shout out to the big dog, Sabu. Uh, he made lucky number 13 on my list. Uh, I have a I have, I have a couple of wild cards. <laughs> I threw yeah, I in a, a mad wild cards, actually. I, I threw in the sympathy vote for D'Lo, so I'm very certain I'm the only person that put D'Lo on this list. But You're not. Oh, sh- hey. Nah, he, he got on. Shout out to that. And the last one I want to note, uh, I, threw, I threw a vote in number eight for Sid Vicious. Uh, okay. Big, big Sid Vicious kid going up, yo. Sid, Sid. Just had some bad luck, man. <laughs> bad, I mean, he had bad yeah. luck, but he also, he, again, he wasn't a mark. He wasn't a mark about shit, bro. Like he That's would, true. yeah. He would definitely like leave home. wrestling to play softball. He just did what made him happy. <laughs> just did what made him happy, and also knowing that 
he could go to any wrestling company and be like, yeah, y'all motherfuckers hiring. <laughs> and they you know have him on TV next like week. Like that nigga could walk up there in his in his blue trunks, nigga, and boots. Like, hey man, y'all niggas wrestling or what's going on? <laughs> They'd be like, man, come on. Vince would put sit on come TV. Come on, nigga. Vince would thought quick. Now. Vince, Vince would totally nigga. put him on TV. Or... But I just remember that nigga just being so physically impressive, being like, Jesus, like this yeah. nigga is yeah. monstrous, bro. Like agile too. Agile as a fucking gazelle. This nigga would jump from the, the from the floor to the to ring apron, and I was just like, "Oh, all right, nigga, like you do this, like <laughs> yeah. you strong, you strong, nigga. This. You are horrifying." Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I'll just run through mine first. I mean, ravishing Rick Rude, honestly, for, obviously for me, uh, Kurt Hennig, mm-hmm. Ron Simmons, um, Arn Anderson, just. You know, for being the guy Love to anchor, Arn. just to an- the anchor of the Four Horsemen, um, Bam Bam, it's my guy. Yep. Bam Bam, um, Bam, number nine for me. Okay, uh, Bianca Belair, just because you know I fucking love her. Um, Almost put Charlotte in. Charlotte, um, did make my number nineteen. Nice, nice. Right. Kofi's there. Jushin Thunder Liger's there, and Ted DiBiase. Ted, oh wow! Getting getting one point in this whole thing from me. Oh, oh, so D'Lo got more points than Ted? Uh, I feel like he might more than likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially especially depending on how much, like whatever you gave him. Yeah, yeah. I put I put D'Lo at twenty. Oh yeah, and so one other person put him at twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, right, there's also I? there's also Finn. Yeah, go ahead. You got you had Finn in there. Um, so I had Orton in mind. Uh, Jericho was in here, even though I hate him uh, as a person. I did have Cena in my top twenty. Um, we had Edge as well, and I did after a, a original mission end up putting Punk in my top ten. Hold on, hold on, you resubmitted your list? Yeah. 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 Boo. Boo. Why can't I resubmit my list? We weren't we hadn't done it yet. Boo. It was more funnier when you didn't vote for CM Punk, man. Well, I realized I was being really hard on him. And Jesus. I love and I and I love that dude, man. Eric, you should have stiffed on that, man. man nah, because I'm like, dog, come on, bro. We ain't going to do a whole fucking show about CM Punk and then not have him on your list, fam. We ain't going to do that. Maybe like yeah. a fucking buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's why I went to Grace. <laughs> <laughs> us looking like we ain't got no goddamn journalistic integrity. <laughs> That's why it was, would have been golden. Oh. Fucking up our credibility. But, 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 but literally, if he hadn't come back from AEW, came back to AEW before I made that list, he would have been in my top 20. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm mm. not being fair. I'm, I gotta, I'm like, I'm waiting to see what would happen. Like, he's gonna ruin everything overnight. Yeah. So I wouldn't be unfair. All right. Um, so, all right. We ready for number one. Yeah, let's man. The floor is yours. This is all your right. time. Let's, let's do this right. We, I mean, listen, bro, if you're paying attention, one name has yet to come up. And let's do this right now. 
he is. The ultimate warrior. That was so well timed. <laughs> um no, this guy's actually good. In fact, <laughs> in fact, he's the lot. best. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. You're up against the excellence of execution. It's my nigga Bret Hart, man. My my close personal friend, Bret the Hitman Hart. <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? <laughs> yeah, they cut a promo. The best. <laughs> Bret Mark, the biggest Mark, especially for himself in the business. And mm-hmm. his work will show as proof. A nigga who just wanted to go out there and put on the best match on the show, and Every wanted niggas time. to look, wanted make, wanted to make everybody look sweet, and wanted niggas to take pride in a champion. This nigga <laughs> used to wrestle for the belt on Saturday morning, nigga. Like, yep. nigga, <laughs> this nigga defended the belt on superstars, nigga, mm-hmm. against Virgil. <laughs> No, against the one, two, three kid and against Bob Backlund, which launched a huge fucking angle from Saturday morning wrestling. This nigga Hulk Hogan didn't like when this nigga was on top, this nigga wouldn't even show up to TV. This nigga would cut a promo in some room in some broom closet and then fuck off until <laughs> until the until WrestleMania, the pay-per-views, which there were only four of at that point in time. Right. In the live shows. Yeah, I mean, get some live shows, but even then it wasn't like he was on every live show. No, absolutely not. So this you nigga know how swear just... he wrestled 390 days in a year. Right, bro, time get the fuck out of here, dog. This nigga got you on a part-time schedule and you you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, dog, we're here to sing the praises of Brett the Hitman Hart. Um I, I'm very certain you had him number one on your list. He was, he was number one number on my three. list. A lot of people had him like if if people people who voted for him had him at like in between 20 and 16 or didn't have him at all. So it was like it was like all high votes for him. Like right. everything that he got yeah. was like all big numbers. Um I, I had him at him. four and I'm assuming that's I'm at a four, I'm assuming it's probably one of the lowest. Uh, it's about right. I had um, him at three, so I wouldn't have. Far I mean, he was him. he was my number one. A couple other people had him at number one, um, and I'm just glad that he's getting the respect that he deserves now because you know, what I'm saying a nigga who brought you the ladder match to WWE, mm-hmm. um, the nigga who you know, <laughs> nigga wrestled a crackhead and made that nigga look sweet. Uh, like <laughs> that, that has been discussed at length. I'm fucked, Brett. I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, and, and that's like Wembley Stadium. Like, a nigga, you'll shit your pants if you walked out to the middle of Wembley Stadium and, like, looked around and, like, all these niggas are here to watch me do a thing. It's, it's like, all these people are here to watch me get a crackhead through a wrestling match. So yep. here we go. <laughs> so, as, Let's get this shit over with. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, bro. Come on, um, Davey. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, uh, didn't cheat on his wife with Sonny. Uh, so that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I'm leaving it alone. He got on, he got off on a technicality. So. I'm leaving it alone, man. No, they right, said I right fucked her. Clear. I didn't. I didn't even smash her. You got some saying? head though. Got he was, a little head, he though. was so honest in his autobiography. Yeah. No, yeah, bro. Like that. That's the thing about that autobiography. Like, I mean, he's still such a mark for himself, but like, it because he holds himself to this standard, like he can't like lie about shit. So yep. it's like this thing got to be on some old. All right, this is what really the fuck I'm happened. Having those three eyes, man. Right. Um. And, like, everybody will tell you, like, anybody that Bret Hart, like, talks shit about, like, on, on TV or whatever, he's talked shit about them to their face, like, several 100%. times. Several times. So quick to tell Sean he was a piece of shit, and Sean deserved it every time. Yo, he hated fucking Sean Michaels. <laughs> I made him punch Vince in the mouth him. after the screwdrob. That Spit nigga, in his bro. face first. Walk backstage and knock Vince out cold after the screwdrob. I swear, uh, Eric Bischoff has like several stories of him seeing Brett greeting him with a smile, and then Brett saying, "Hey, hey, Eric, you gutless coward!" He'd be like, oh, "That's Brett." It's just like <laughs> just be talking to people any old kind of way because they're pieces of shit in his eyes, and he could, and he knew you know, it. yeah, absolutely. This guy sucks, like gutless yellow belly coward. Like, damn, Brett, like, just tell niggas <laughs> how you really feel. <laughs> he did. He yeah, absolutely he did. He did his whole did. career. It worked really well for him. Yeah, and I mean, just masterpiece matches, like, every, niggas, every match this nigga wrestled is like a class. It looks great, and... Yep. Shit mm-hmm. gets emotional. Somebody I was just watching them talk about him and uh Roddy Piper at WrestleMania eight and um the the duality of like Piper not wanting to turn heel um in real life and how they were able to use that because it was like you know Brett was supposed to be like the shinier, newer model or whatever. And yep. um, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a baby face versus baby face and you know, Piper ended up taking over the the heel reins or whatever, but the shit was just really dope. Like, it's just told such like an uh, such an amazing story. Um, I was I'm not a Piper guy. Um, I felt like a lot of his promos, it was like you know, like gasping it was too to fucking it. Fucking long, too long, yeah, and he's like yelling and long. gasping <laughs> and like. I'm like, yeah. bro, are you okay, nigga? Like, you know, so, um, but that match, like, the story that they were actually able to tell, like, him, like, the rumor that they were cousins because they were so close and, like, they had, like, hung out so much, but, like, being able to use that part of it and being like you know him talking about Helen like putting sandwiches together and stuff in a promo where they're like facing each other before this match same thing that same kind of Ricky Steamboat um macho man feeling of like mm-hmm. a promo right before the match and they're that like in front of each other it it's really good um I would I would advise anybody like you know it's not a bunch of flips and crazy stuff even though the match actually ends due to a flip it's pretty cool <laughs> 
cool shit happened, man. And it's a master class in psychology. And that's the best wrestling sometimes. There we go. So um congratulations, Brett. There you go. I'll let him know. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll I'll what up though? What up, Dole? <laughs> uh, and and that that's that. We did it. There we go. We, we just we inducted 20. twenty guys. We just in the 20, 20 guy induction ceremony. Hell, hell yeah! That so are fun. they on the hall now? Is that is that what we're saying? Oh uh, well, I mean it's kind of like hall adjacent. Oh, uh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's definitely hall adjacent. I'll you damn right. right, it's the hall, man. Get your boy in there, man. Let me in, brother. No. No. All right, bye. I'll I'll see you next week, bro. All right. You need to be here 9 o'clock next Friday. Yeah, he's he's been drinking. Of course. Um, All right. Mark Rob, where can the folks find you? (laughs) Listen to the podcast. We should do this again sometimes. And then you'll get the inside jokes of... It's a very good show, and I dick wolfed it. It gets darker every time he says it. Right. The demon is upon us. That just sounds stupid. Oh, God. I was at the Met Gala. I just wore, I just wore a Louis. Louis, I wore Louis. <laughs> That's just stupid. All right, dog. <laughs> you know our secretaries will see you out, man. It's for the right, WrestleCast Power Hour. That's the dismount. Peace, ho. You can find Behyphen at Behyphen on Twitter and The Behyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. The Cast Power Hour is a hyphen podcast group production. Smell your latest sweaty marks. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?